Local stories are stories of God's grace at work in the lives of those who are part of Local Church St. Pete. We want to highlight His activity and celebrate His grace. Enjoy these stories. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I have been married to my husband, Zaf, for 42 years. We, yeah, I know, 42 years. <laughs> we have four wonderful, loving children and their three great, three great spouses. I might need help finding one more son-in-law. I'm not supposed to say that. She doesn't want my help. <laughs> we also have three adorable grandchildren and one more on the way. I was born a Christian. Well, I thought I was. Till I was 31 years old, I had convinced myself that I was a Christian, that I was born one. At that time, I belonged to a church. I went to Bible studies and prayer meetings. I realize now that I did not have ears that hear. What an epiphany moment one morning at a Bible study when I understood I had to ask Christ to forgive me and to come into my life. I did. As I look back, I see now how I have grown in my faith. An important part of that is my prayer life. I want to share with you a couple of the many times that God used difficult situations to reveal more of himself. Six years ago, I got a phone call from my youngest daughter at one in the morning. Although it was late, this wasn't unusual as she had just moved out on her own and she knew I was usually up at that hour. And she would call while she went into her house and checked all the rooms and made sure she felt safe. I was not expecting what came next. All I could hear was her crying out in pain. I prayed to God to help me in this situation. And I tried to get her to talk to me. Next, there was a horrible silence. And then finally, a male voice said hello. I thought someone had come to her rescue. But as I identified myself and asked if she was okay, the person hung up. All night I prayed, which calmed me enough to keep me going, to move forward. I called the police. I woke up her sister to call the friend that she had been with earlier and continuously called my daughter's phone number only to get voicemail. Finally, at 6 a.m., my daughter called and said she was fine. We found out the next day that she had been a victim of the date rape drug. We convinced her to go to the police and to get counseling. I was so thankful to God for his presence that night. I was thankful that I got that phone call so I could cover her in prayer. I was also thankful that my daughter insisted on waiting for counseling until she could see a Christian counselor. And I was really thankful and praised God that she was not traumatized from her attack as she has no memory of it. Over the years, I worked part-time, but I was really a stay-at-home mom. Now I'm a stay-at-home grandma. I was always involved in church, PTA, Christian Women's Club, and whatever the popular activity that my kids were involved in. As you can imagine, I was busy. I always said I'd rather be too busy than not busy enough. But my thinking has changed a little on that. About a year ago, I began to have trouble with my eyes. My vision had already been compromised with a rare disease called histoplasmosis, so I quickly went to an ophthalmologist. After being treated for the wrong diagnosis twice, it was finally discovered I had Graves' disease with thyroid eye disease. One of the treatments I recently had 
was a steroid injection for 12 weeks. Thankfully, the side effects were not severe. Every Friday, I would have the infusion, and every Friday night, I was awake all night. I would lie in bed and check the clock every 15 minutes because I'd found out that if I didn't stay rested for at least six hours, I'd have tremors the next day. Of course, I prayed, asking for healing, and then something happened. I started praying longer and longer and more and more in depth. And it wasn't just me praying. It was receiving God. I loved this time with just him and me. I felt as though I was in his presence. It was such a blessing. Romans 8.28 tells us that we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him. Now that I'm off the steroids, if I were to try to pray in bed, I would fall asleep. I'm still asking God to heal me and at the same time thanking him for using this disease to draw me closer. I cherish those times when I leave all the busyness to spend time with God, to pray and to listen. I'm so thankful that God is right there always, not just in time of crisis. In Matthew 6, 6, we are told to have private prayer, to go into our room, close the door, and pray to our Father who is unseen. If you are married, the wisest decision you will make is to pray first over all other matters. This is an area I'm asking God to guide me in, as my desire is to have my husband join me in prayer. Family prayer time also has so many rewards. I think it's important of those of you who have children at home to let them see you pray and hear you pray and be taught to pray. One of the times I love here in local church is our prayer time as a community. In 1 Timothy 2, when churches were being formed, instruction was given on how to pray. I feel local follows that, and we see prayers answered, we focus on where our concerns are, we show God our gratefulness, and we grow closer together. Prayer is such a privilege. Thank you for listening to me this morning, and let me ask you, how is your prayer life?